1984, Tina Turner released a song that would eventually be considered her greatest grossing single. It would sell one and a half million copies. It would eventually earn her three Grammys and be considered by Rolling Stone magazine one of the top 500 songs of all time. What's the name of the song? What's Love Got to Do With It? You're hearing the tune in your head right now, aren't you? Turns out Tina Turner gave up on love. And then she sang about it. And we paid her because we as a society agreed. Love is way too hard. Listen to lines of the chorus. What's love got to do with it? What's love but a secondhand emotion? What's love got to do with it? Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? Those are the words of somebody who's become jaded against love. And we agreed with her. Why? My name is Scott Beyer, and this, this is the Love Better Podcast. I want you to hear this episode zero. In the episodes ahead, we'll talk about all different aspects of love. But right now, I just want to talk about why we need to talk about love. We're going to take Tina Turner up on her challenge. What does love have to do with it? Is it really a secondhand emotion? Is the heart something that we should just disregard and get rid of and live life without it? I don't think so. And I don't think you do either. The fact of the matter is, love is hard. But it's also essential. Every meaningful relationship in your life will revolve around love. Your romantic relationships, your relationships with your children, your parents, your friends, and most importantly, your relationship with God all require love in order to work. But love is also really difficult to get better at because in order to do it, you have to really understand what it is in the first place. And I'm convinced most of us have no idea what love really is. We say we do, but even the definitions we use contradict each other. Sometimes we say love is this feeling that we get that leads us to do things. Other times we say, no, 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 that's not it. Love is an action. You may not feel at all like doing the loving thing. The person might have upset you or irritated you, but you choose to do what is in their best interest, even though you don't feel the emotion. The lack of emotion is precisely why it is a loving act. Well, which one is it? Is love an emotion or is love an action? We got to get to the bottom of that if we're going to know what we're talking about. Love is also a double-edged sword. Every funeral you ever go to, you're going to see people choked up with emotion. You know why? Love. Love leads to grief and mourning and sorrow and vulnerability. If you don't love, you don't hurt. This is the paradoxical problem of love. We've been created by God to love, but we also hate the difficulties that come with it. Every person you have ever loved has hurt you. All of the great lows of life and all the great highs of life are associated with love. we got to talk about that part, too. Now, let's get back to Tina Turner. She's not the only singer to talk about love. In fact, there's a reason that there's been more songs sung about love than any other subject on the planet. We are infatuated with love, even if we seem to have a love-hate relationship with it. Why is that? We're going to have to talk about that, too. We need love. What's the very first thing that God ever said was not good? 
He said it was not good for man to be alone. That's in Genesis chapter 2. Or what about the Apostle John? He says that God is love. And if you want to understand God, you need to abide in love so you can abide in Him. Love is essential for us understanding who He is. Or, more accurately, in order to understand love, we need to understand God. So it's not just a romantic thing. It's not just a social thing. Love is a spiritual thing. We're going to need to talk about God's love in order to understand all love. On top of that, the central theme of the Bible is God loving us. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. That is a statement about what love looks like. We have to talk about love as an action because God's love is seen in action. What if you could get better at love? Instead of thinking of it as a talent or something you just feel or don't, what if instead we thought of love as a skill, something we could hone, sharpen, improve on? Love better. That's the idea. It isn't just an inside change, but it's an outside change too. So here's the roadmap for our journey. Week by week, we're going to look at this subject from a biblical worldview. We're going to let God define love. We're going to look at people of the Bible who loved or people of the Bible who failed to love. And then we're going to try and connect those things to real world examples, history, and sometimes even pop culture so we can apply these ideas to our own lives. We'll ask questions, look for answers, and bit by bit, hopefully we start to get better at loving others, loving God, and even loving ourselves. God has designed us to love him and to love others. Those are the first and second greatest commandments. Love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. These are commands, folks. It's not just something he likes. It's something he expects. So, until we get to episode one, I want you to remember you are loved. And so go, love better. <laughs>